Broadcasting live across the great state of Montana, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Let the downplaying commence. You must start downplaying the historic election uh, in the Iowa caucuses yesterday. That's the thought that comes to mind. Hey, Aaron Flint here with Montana Talks. Yeah, we're going to mix it up. We're going to cover a whole bunch of ground here. I see our friend Jonathan McDivin from the Yellowstone County News is in the house. We've got a whole bunch of great listeners uh, here in the house. We're broadcasting live from Warden, Montana this morning. And uh, anyway, one of our great listeners, Peter from Shepherd, Montana, uh, just hopped up to the microphone as well. I said, come on, join us on the show. And he said, well, what are we going to talk about? I said, well, let's talk about this historic victory by Donald J. Trump in the Iowa caucuses yesterday and how now let the downplaying commence. No, I- no, it's like the bonfires. <laughs> It was a firefight. It was. Except you know, for all the fire came right, from Right, 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 right. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I worked in the media business for a very long time. And, you know, anymore now, I, I, I just don't believe what the polls say. You know, after the 2016, sure. everybody's wrong. Nobody knows what's going on. And so I kind of sort of paid attention to, you know, all the media outlets. What is everybody doing? And, and it was really interesting. So I kind of shut it off. And then I, you know, went to bed. Got up the got up this morning. Was just kind of perusing through the perusing through the news media. Trump. It was a total sweep. You know, amid the lowest turnout in Iowa caucus history, um, because of the cold weather. And my thoughts was, how would this have changed? Because who doesn't vote? You know, when it gets super cold, the elderly. You know, maybe the younger generation doesn't come out. How would it have swung the vote? You know, had the weather been better. You know, and we had more of those elderly people shown out, shown up, rather. Yeah, which Trump um, won by even yeah, bigger, even bigger, margin, or yeah. or would the map, you know, been a little bit more beige or a little more blue, you know, for Vivek or um, as I call him Rema Lemma Ding Dong because I can never pronounce his name, um, <laughs> or for Haley or DeSantis, you know, how would it have changed? But you know, Trump has a commanding lead. You know, he garnered what more than. Fifty-three percent of the vote—that's historic. Nobody has ever done this well exactly. in the Iowa caucuses because exactly. the way the caucuses work, it's naturally fragmented. But yet, he, right. he performs huge, more than fifty percent. Some were speculating that it, it, you know they were going to—they were ready to pounce on him if right. he didn't hit fifty percent. Right. And then you had Nikki Haley spike the football too mm-hmm. early mm-hmm. and fumbles before the end mm-hmm. zone. She says it's a—it's now a two-person race. Right. Well. She ends up then losing to Ron DeSantis. She right, comes in third, right. but yet she's not packing up her right. legs. And just she yet. she garnered what eighteen something percent, you know, and DeSantis garnered something like twenty percent or something. I mean, within the margin of error for both of them. So, I mean, statistically, it really is kind of a tie, you know, between those two. Yeah. And so, but you know, is this a foreshadowing of what's to come? You know, because the next one's New Hampshire, you know, in a few weeks. So. In one week, I think. In one right? week. In one week. And then you got yeah. South Carolina behind right. that. Right. South Carolina could be when both DeSantis and Haley finally right. finally pack up their bags and head home. But exactly. who knows? We'll see. I hear the music. So light the bonfires. Yeah. It, it's a firefight. All right. Let the downplaying commence by the mainstream media. We'll be back with Montana Talks live from Warden, Montana, down at On the Rocks on Main Street. 
One of the books causing concern in the Laurel and Billings schools is a book called Assassination Classroom. You can see actual photographs of some of the pages of the book and why school board members and parents alike are very concerned that this is in the school libraries. Check out that story. Go to MontanaTalks.com. Plus, more big news for Montana and our economy. Olympus Arms and their $50 million investment in the state. Go to MontanaTalks.com. Broadcasting live across the great state of Montana, Montana is talking here. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Hey, just like we take your phone calls on the show today, we're we're not taking the phone calls, but we're on the road. If you want to be on the show, if you're in the Huntley, Shepherd, Warden, Ballantyne areas, uh, that's it. we're we're in Warden right now. We are set up at On the Rocks Bar and Grill, incredible location. We're going to talk with the general manager and, and a whole bunch more folks here. Uh, for the next couple of hours, but we've got the microphones open for you, so you can step up to the microphone and yap about whatever you want to yap about, and that's always the best part of the show is when we just get a chance to chat with some of our listeners. I mentioned we've got uh, Peter from Shepherd here in the house with us. Peter, we were talking about you know, the historic uh, Iowa caucus victory by Donald Trump last night. One of our listeners, Corey in Billings, raised a good question. So what does this mean for Trump? We still have to win in November. Uh, what is the current administration going to try to pull in the meantime? That's a really good question. I mean, you know, they've been um, talking about some crazy stuff, and and uh, it is. And you know, I don't know, and I don't think anybody knows. Um, you know, time time will tell. Um, it, it's hard to say. It's just it's gone crazy after 2016. You know. Um, there's never been an there, there's never been an administration that spied you know on on a successor before uh, on on their competitor. There's never ever been um, a former president become ignited in, indicted and go to court uh, before. This has never happened. We are so in uncharted territory right now, and truly, and I'm not one for conspiracy theories, but I truly believe that the Democratic I'm going to screw this up because I always do the Democratic right. No, left. Is that left? I always screw this up. Well, the Democrats are the left. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I always get them backwards. <laughs> um, <clears throat> pardon me. But uh, I believe that the Democratic left um, are doing this to Trump to prove a point. And because the Constitution in this country is set up that you or I could run for president, you know, and that's exactly what Donald Trump did. A political nobody ran for president. The political left doesn't want that to happen again. And so they're throwing everything they can at him to prove a point and say, we're not going to allow non-establishment to become president of the United States anymore. I Granted, that's I'm definitely not, part of it. I'm yeah. not a conspiracy this theorist. This is not I'm your not. country. This is our country. Exactly. That's the we don't want this to ever happen again. You and I, you and I were talking during the break about the Maddow meltdown. Yeah. I think you yeah. put something up on Twitter. In fact, yeah. our producer, we're going to roll this clip. Our producer, Travis, back in the studio has a soundbite. This was a... Uh, Rachel Maddow, uh, I thought they, I thought they booted her from the airwaves. I thought she just has a Saturday show now. I don't know why she's still relevant. I know, but, but they anyway. brought her back on MSNBC last night. Listen to her meltdown. Colin Rugg shared this clip via Twitter. But 
once you have radicalized one major party so that those are the preferences of the people who adhere to your party, the leaders are interchangeable. And yes, Trumpism is sometimes what we call it. Mm -hmm. MAGA movement is probably a better way to do it. But there is an authoritarian mm -hmm. movement inside yes. Republican politics that isn't being bamboozled by Trump. Mm -hmm. They are pushing Trump That's to right. get more and more right. extreme because the more extreme things he says, the more they, the more they adhere to him. Yeah. And, and that is coming from a very large proportion of the American right that adheres to the Republican Party. And that's why this is a Republican Party problem. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, Peachy Keenan, uh, who's a great writer for The Federalist, uh, I know our buddy Jeremy Carl at the Claremont Institute has, has talked about her writing before. Peachy Keenan said this, Maddow says it out loud. The problem is no longer just Trump. It's his supporters. Uh, so, and, and she's, and Peachy Keenan is spot on when she says this, but I, I just, the absurdity for these people on the left to say that we're the authoritarians. Right. I agree. That, that yeah. Trump is the authoritarian. Trump wasn't weaponizing the FBI against his no. political opponents. He no. wasn't using FISA to spy right. on his rivals. He wasn't right. conducting a, con concocting a phony dossier. Right. Agreed. With foreign spies. He wasn't, yeah, I mean. They're the ones that have been telling us to mm -hmm. shut up and wear our masks. Well, but but it, we're the authoritarians. Right. And I don't even think he was part of the, well, part is the wrong word. I don't think he really incited, you know, the January 6th riot. He wasn't there. He wasn't, you know, he wasn't he part of it. He, was, he, he told him to be peaceful. And he did what every good politician said is that be involved with your with your government be in touch with your elected official now did people take it too far yeah they took it too far and those people yeah and those and those who were there should uh should be held responsible for their actions but you know did trump say hey go bust into the capitol and break a bunch of windows no he didn't say that he's not that stupid but um he's being land blasted for this and i truly don't think you know again i'm not one for conspiracy theories but i truly don't think that he had any intention for this to happen, you know, he 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 encouraged people to be involved with their federal government and their elected officials. I'm I'm looking at my stack. I brought a small stack of stuff. Uh, a small I, stack. This th is like glacier. This is a very order. small stack of st <laughs> stuff. Uh, in, my whole studio would be surrounded. I, I wonder if I. Oh yeah, I, I did bring this. Okay, so, you know, like you say, this was. I almost brought this story up with John Jackson, the Joker from Twitter, who was with us yesterday. Uh, Greg Price, this is an NBC News story, so folks, but if we really want to go down the rabbit trail about, again, I'm with Peter, I'm not the conspiracy theorist, but, but when, when, to Corey's point in Billings about, hey, what will this administration try to do? Because, because Donald Trump has a calm confidence right now. He's always been confident, but he has this calmness about him that Lawrence Jones talked about earlier this morning. And it's because I think Donald Trump knows that the American people have now woken up. They, they see the destruction that the Biden tester regime is causing. Mm -hmm. And so so that's why the Democrats are so fearful. Here's the headline from NBC News uh, that, that caught my eye yesterday. Uh, it is this. Fears grow that Trump will use the military in dictatorial ways if he returns to the White House. They're the ones that are going to try to do that. Uh, they, they're just projecting on it. Hey, I know Monday is a holiday. Some people are going to be taking the day off, but we're going to be fully up and running here with Montana Talks, the show where you get to talk. Big week coming up ahead, following a big week of some big business news. A new ammo manufacturer coming to Glendive, a gun manufacturer coming to Helena, Montana. Some big news in the past week. What's coming up in the week ahead? 
Big show coming up Monday, Montana Talks. We take it statewide from 9 to 10. We take your phone calls. You can message us on the app and much more. This is where Montana talks. Montana talks with Aaron Flint. Oh man, I tell you what, if if you live out here near Warden, Montana, and you come down and see us right now, you're gonna get spoiled. You are in for a real treat here. Jonathan McNiven, I'm not lying, am I? Too? No, oh no. Look at this spread we got in we're, front of us. We're set up. Mitch Fox, uh, the general manager here of the On the Rocks Bar and Grill, just brought out a whole bunch of breakfast food. Uh, and I called it, didn't I? I showed up at the right time. You got here and the food shows up. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> so, uh, I, in fact, I, I just had a, a bite of the uh, the breakfast uh, sausage, uh, the sausage patty here. Uh-huh. And I said, man, that I said that stuff's good. I said, Mitch, where do you get that from? Is that local or do you, you know, do, is it special? And he said, oh, it's redneck sausage. And didn't I call it? I said, hey, I think that's out of Kalispell, Montana. And I looked it up. Yeah, redneck sausage out of Kalispell uh, on the place. We got some chicken fried steak. We got some fries. We got some French toast with berries, eggs, bacon, and more here. So, man, what a cool spot for our listeners here. I showed up at the right time. Yeah, you did. Hey, well, it's good to see you again, Jonathan. Yes, man. likewise. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks lo- for inviting me out here. A lot of our listeners uh, will will remember your voice because you know you would fill in for me on the show. And That's right. Pick. How long has that been? It's probably five been, years, probably three or four years four? Right now. Well, I know you got. You know, I mean, you've been doing so well with the Yellowstone County News, and you got so busy. So I didn't want to bug you because <laughs> I understand you're no, rocking that was and rolling with you, and just kind of getting that all set up. And I was happy to help out. And I know, like, when you're going on, uh, what is it, reserve and training. Gone for military stuff. Yep, and you had to plan for that. And I think I did one full week stretch almost, or four days, and uh, was happy to help out. And, yeah, we've just been so busy with everything and with the Yellowstone County News. And then we have the, you know, our sports broadcast that we covered, not only Huntley Project and Shepard, but then we added Skyview, which they've had some great games uh, this last weekend, uh, I think there were three-point and two-point games. Um, my other broadcasters uh, uh, have done a good job trying to pull off all these games. And man, uh, that's a huge public service, and uh, it's, it is. It's got to be a ton of fun. But that's that's what man. These radio stations all across the state and local sports, especially in the smaller towns, it's so huge. It's such a huge part of what they do. Um, yep. uh, Real quick, I want to just share this NBC News story before, because then you and I got, are, are going to have fun talking about a whole bunch of other stuff. Sure. But uh, back to that question that came from us, uh, from uh, Corey in Billings, you know, hey, what's this administration got planned? So there's this there's this story that NBC News put out where they're they're basically trying to take away uh, the commander in chief's military powers as commander in chief if Trump returns to the White House, which is so absurd. Uh, Greg Price says this about this NBC News story. He says they are openly admitting that they are planning a military coup if Americans reelect Donald Trump. All to protect democracy, of course. Uh, so anyway, I wanted to share that one with you. With, uh, our, our previous uh, listener, Peter and Shepard, he had to run, but we thank him for coming down and joining us on the microphone as well. Okay, so so back to it here. Yeah, Jonathan yeah. McNiven, man, um, the Yellowstone County News has just been doing really well, really successful. Uh, when when we, when we have folks complaining about the fake news media 
and the liberal media out there right. will, will always get some callers that will say, hey, but we want to give a shout-out to the Yellowstone County News for just covering the news and covering local information, and you guys are doing a great job. Yeah, well, thank you. You know, we try to do it. When we first started, when I bought it in 2014 and stepped down as a legislator, to, you know, I felt like I did, could uh, guide the conversation. And, um, you know, we keep it hyper-local, so within Yellowstone County, if it's regional news or anything that's in our paper, unless there's a local connection, um, it's not in our paper. And I mean, there's so much for us to cover Yellowstone County, from county commissioners' meetings to city council stuff to all the school districts and all of the, um, you know, the irrigation districts and fire districts and just so many, so much business stuff that's going on in Yellowstone County that, I mean, there's times we hold on to stories like two, three, four weeks. And it's just kind of, you know, we just try to keep uh, our mantra. Uh, we're a fiscal newspaper and uh, try to focus on the, the local things that aff affect our readers, their pocketbooks, um, you know, their, their route to work and their kids' school. Yeah, and I want to dive into some of those local headlines here, too, because, you know, sure. when we take the show out on the road, that's, that's part of the fun. It's just like when we take the show to the Flathead or we're going to be right. out in Glendive here next month and and Plentywood soon and places like that. It's, it's nice to just, for our listeners, to kind of hear what's going on in, in other parts of Montana. Uh, but uh, but before we get into those local headlines here, well, yeah, we had a ton of fun when, when you joined on the radio. You, yeah. were, you were looking at my remote broadcast. Yeah, this here. is a little different than what I remember seeing in the past. Well, our, our friends at B Broadcasting in Kalispell were like, hey, Aaron, you got you got to get this kind of set up. This will work. So so thanks to their consulting, uh, we've got a good good setup now. But, uh, but man, we, we saw you uh, at the Trump rally. Uh, back in was it 2018 and and uh and so you were there covering it for the yellowstone yep. county news and uh so got to see a, a, a lot of fun things through your perch at the yellowstone county news yeah we've uh, added a lot of different things i mean just special things that you know just keep it local um from like this is our uh like at the beginning or the i guess end of the year review we just did this is our second year of doing kind of lives of yellowstone county we call it and on the front page, all we have are just the pictures of a lot of the people that are local that contributed to this area, whether it was in their industry or just through their community service stuff or with them being involved. And we had all their pictures on the front page. And then we had little excerpts about them or kind of individual stories that aren't necessarily within the obituaries. And so, you know, we just uh, bring the an opportunity to keep it local um, and and, and recognize and to honor those who have come and uh, helped, you know, our communities in the past. So that is our second edition that we did um, that we just started. It's called Lives of Yellowstone County. So during the year, all the obituaries that are sent to us, um, then we go ahead and kind of follow up and we get additional kind of stories. But, you know, we have our special editions. We have the school uh, newspaper, um, Huntley Project and Shepherd. We've had that, I think we're going on, what, about 30 years now that uh, we've had the school pages. And it's that's just an opportunity to focus on the kids, what's going on at the school, you know, all the different classes and the 
different projects that they're doing and help feature and focus on the kids and the good things they are doing and that's just so a, much more. That's what a lot of these small town weekly newspapers, that that, that was their strength over the years. Yes. Some of them are still doing it, still doing it well. I mean, my grandparents ran the Glasgow Courier back in the day. Oh, really? Day, so I'd run around on the printing presses. We stuffed papers yep. and, you know, we had the glycerin on our thumbs to slide those advertisements into the paper even faster and... Then I'd take my paycheck and go down to Taco John's and get some potato Olays or play some <laughs> video games at Pizza right. Hut. And so good memories. But, but, but you know, one, my grandpa, uh, one thing he would always do, I remember my, my family telling me, is he would do free photographs for, for some of the school kids that needed senior pictures yeah. or things like that. But, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, it's just a, the, yes. being, being a public service, not just a business, but being yes. a public service to your local community. Yep. I mean, like even like during uh, graduation time, you know, you get all the parents that are up there in the front getting a picture with their plaque, you know, and that's kind of one thing I've just kind of done, you know, uh, I did, I, to this day, Aaron, I cannot find a picture of me in my graduation gown or whatnot. <laughs> and so I've kind of taken it on myself and, you know, I've taken pictures for Huntley Project and Shepherd. Um, after graduation, and I just posted on the Huntley Project community website. I posted on the Shepherd community website, and it's kind of like you said, it's a, a public service that I do just to make sure those kids and the families have a picture. Well, you should count yourself fortunate because I I have pictures of me in my graduation gown and the mop haircut that I had at the time. Uh, you know, it was after a river runs through it, and so I had the part down the middle and the mop hairdo. So uh -huh. just be glad you don't have a picture of your graduation. Uh, okay, I guess that could be a positive <laughs> side to look at things. But I still want to see what it looked like. At least yeah, what, yeah. what did it look like? I can't remember because I didn't have a lot. You know, and that was back in the day. I didn't have, you know, we didn't have the digital phones. Shortly didn't have after the, the Great cameras. Depression. Yeah, yeah that was, uh, that's, uh, maybe not that long ago, but uh, it does feel... Like it's been a hot minute, that's for sure. Yeah. One of the local headlines you've got in here, you've got a uh, story, Evelyn Pyburn writes for yep. the Yellowstone County News. She is uh, such an incredible writer and yep. digs up good information. But she has a story here about a topic that I was chatting with Yellowstone County Commissioner John Austin about here, about how they're, new, they're now looking to build a temporary holding facility for the jail. So a mm -hmm. temporary... And this is just common sense because, okay, you the jail is full, but yet you've got all these people that are committing these crimes that need to be held accountable. Okay, well, why wait till you build the Taj Mahal? Just build something to put people, uh, to detain people, and that's what they're doing, and it's all in the Yellowstone County News right now. Yeah, I mean, everyone does a really good job, and, and all of our staff does, and Michael Marino as well, trying to get the information out and, you know, put it in a way that is understandable. And, uh, you know, like... Uh, she goes to all the county commissioners' weekly meetings, and I think we're the only uh, newspaper um, that covers the weekly. Uh, in fact, I think we're the only entity in media that covers the weekly county commissioners' meetings. And that's how she gets a lot of great information. Yeah, she's covering that. No, we, that's great. And I feel like that's part of our job as the media is because a lot of our readers. In fact, I had some people tell me the reason I pay for your subscription is because I can't go to all these meetings and I want to know where my taxpayer dollars are going. And I feel that is exactly what is our job, is to come out, report on the things that are affecting the pocketbooks and our route to work in this kids' schools and, and the things that are, you know, that we're talking about and that affect our communities uh, and do it in a way that um, is, I guess, understandable. But you talk about, like, the county facility uh, for the whole temporary holding facility. You know, I think uh, I think that was Scott Twilo that kind of got the group going together, trying to figure out 
okay, we have this problem. Let's find a solution to it. And uh, Evelyn does a really good job in trying to communicate, you know, how that's coming about. Yeah, and she's been covering business news, so she has that business sense about it. Uh, uh, the details in this one, uh, she talks about, uh, and she mentioned this on the, on the radio with us uh, here uh, uh, recently as well, but basically an architectural firm has put together the concept, mm-hmm. and for about $3.3 million, the county can build a 4,500-square-foot, single-story, 33-bed facility uh, to start, uh, you know, kind of cracking down on the, on the crime problem. Yeah, of course, if we keep having a wide open southern border, bringing more crime, criminals, drugs, and cartels in, huh. it, it just keeps flowing, doesn't it? Hold that thought more with Jonathan. Talking about the issues that matter to Montana statewide, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Man, this is a ton of fun. I tell you, every time we we get out of the studio and do the show on the road, just so great to meet so many of our listeners. But, uh, yeah, in fact, uh, Bob, one of our listeners here joining us in Warden, uh, he's he's showing me his fishing photos out on the Bighorn River, and uh, he said he said his daughter caught eleven fish that day, and these are incredible, wow. you know, rainbow trout yep. and uh, brown trout, and uh, that is kind of funny, Jonathan. He was he was saying, look at see that tube, see that tube. I said I know about that tube, so I was volunteering for Warriors and Quiet Waters in the Bozeman area last summer, right? And so I'm just tagging along, carrying things, and and the fishing guide is there. Uh, uh, Jackson Shapu, if I remember right, was the guide's name. Cool young guy. He was guiding one of the warriors, and so I was asking questions. Well, how do you know what type of fly to use? What do you look for? So he'd take off his ball cap, and then just swat a bug out of the out of the air. The bug would stick to his ball cap, and then he'd look at the bug and say, "Okay, well, grab grab this or grab that." Oh wow! But then you know, I was asking him more questions, and he said, "Well, he said, hey." Run back to my my gear, and you're going to see something that looks like a turkey baster. Grab that that baster and bring it back here. And so he takes this what looks like a turkey baster with a tube on it, and and basically puts it inside the fish's mouth, and then pull. He says, "I'm going to show you what this fish had for lunch," and then he just pours the contents out into his hand, and he's looking at the bugs that were in the fish's belly. And he says, okay, so that looks a lot like this fly, so I'm going to use that fly. Anyway, so that's what Bob was just showing me with his Bighorn River pictures there as well. If you want to see a big fish, come stop by my office. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Where'd you catch it at? It was actually up on uh, Fort Peck. Oh, of course. (laughs) A big northern. I had it mounted, so uh, yeah. Come check it out. Don't be talking about Fort Peck because Kelly and, Gla- <laughs> Kelly and Glasgow says too many people are coming to Fort Peck now. That's true. So he said, don't be talking about Fort Peck anymore on the radio. So. <laughs> okay. Well, just do it between us then. I'll just between you. us. That's right. And then the food spread. I was saying how, man, our listeners. So Mitch is bringing more food. <laughs> yeah. Out. He just keeps bringing it out. What great samples they got here. And you know what? What a great location. You've got the venue that's right on Main Street. You've got the space in here. You've got the staff that's able to do it. You've got it for, you know, like the arcade and for, like, kids and all that and the pool table. And then you have, like, the bar area and you've got the casino area. And, and this is well put together. And and what a great opportunity for uh, to bring this kind of as an asset to the community and to the town and just try to help revitalize 
uh, the town and, and just rural Montana. Yeah, and you're not gonna have talk to, to drive 35 minutes into town to go have something. Yeah, and you were you're going to talk to Linda Holmes here that um, you know that has helped um, guide and and I guess steer the Warden Community Club and uh, and she was also actually recognized as our um, what was it, our our YCN Editors Award. Um, when it comes to the best Yellowstone County awards that we do, we actually recognized her last year, I think. Oh, yeah. But she does so much for this community. And it's, it's people like Linda and those who are in these communities that help make these communities what they are. She's always out volunteering. She's always out picking up on the side of the road, trying to help get the the Stockman Bank, I couldn't tell you how long she retired yeah, from there. Stockman Bank location. Right yeah, across the street and, from and the when city. you've got these kind of groups of people together, and that's what helps revitalize these areas. And now with On the Rocks, and they've got a lot of stuff planned, and a uh, uh, great opportunity and a great place. you got to come check them out. Um, if yeah. you haven't been here after, you and I just ate this food oh, and man. sampled all of this, uh, pork belly, um, all of this stuff. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Boy, I think I'm going to leave about 10 pounds baked heavier. Belly. I just had a little taste because I'm doing my diet tune-up here at the start of the year. But, uh, but man, it is just, it's like bacon dessert uh, yeah. for people who have never had pork belly before. Then he's got some wings out now, chicken fried steak. He's got some uh, biscuits and gravy. And I got I got a wave to the gentleman in the Trump hat over there. I like the hat. He's got the Trump 2020. Are you going to join us on the mic? Are you going to? No. See, that, that's what I love, though. You get to meet so many great listeners. Not everybody wants to wants to be on the microphone, but it's so good to get the chance yeah. to say hi to so many great folks. Um, well, we got to get Linda over here along with Liddell um, to talk about you know good small town community stuff. Yeah. Uh, and the internet and Nemont and what they're doing. And they've been a big supporter of YCN Sports. And we've got Nemont at our office down in Huntley. And, uh, you know, they've done a great job because we have to have somebody that's consistent, that's able to deliver, especially when we're uploading our newspaper every week. And uh, Nemont does a great job. And I'm glad to hear, you know, that they're expanding more, not only in this area, but uh, this area also adds to the whole greater Yellowstone County area. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, pull your microphone out just a little bit. There you go. I think it was scratching on your on on your beard there for a <laughs> second. All right. Uh, let's see. Hey, uh, normally we'd be taking your phone calls, but today we've got the microphones open as we take the show out on the road. We're broadcasting live from On the Rocks Bar and Grill here in Warden, Montana, and uh, and we're going to talk with the general manager a little bit in the next hour of the show. He's got a great story. I mean, uh, in fact, Jonathan, I don't, I don't know if you know more about Mitch's background, but he was when I first met him. He was running the Buffalo Block in downtown Billings, which is a very fancy, you know, prime beef. They wet age, dry age their stuff in house. Very fancy restaurant. I mean, yep. you could go to Vegas and you'd spend three times as much for that fancy of a meal, right? But but this guy's a pro. I mean, he's yep. worked in South Florida. He's worked in L.A. He's worked in fancy ski resorts, fancy ranches. And he's running this place out here because this is where he wants to raise his kids. Yep. So he can be selling certified Angus beef steaks and, 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 and then really everything else that's affordable. But, but he can also be in a place like Warden, Montana and raise his boys out here and not be stuck in the city. Yeah. I mean, the atmosphere is a great one. He brings that kind of experience. And John and the rest of the crew did a good job uh, bringing him out here. And uh, he's got a lot of good visions. And I think uh, we've got some part or partnering things 
uh, here in the works as well uh, for On the Rocks and uh, with sports broadcasts and just with newspaper because we want to help uh, promote the local businesses uh, that are in the area, you know, in our newspaper, but also uh, what adds the value to uh, these communities and On the Rocks is one of those. One of the other headlines that I thought was interesting in here, um, seeing this first in the Yellowstone County News, um, Yellowstone Valley Electric Cooperative. I'm a, a YVEC member. That's how I get my power. Mm-hmm. Um, man, for 12 years, they went on a 12-year run with no rate increases delivering electricity. That's a big deal over a decade. But they've, they've now had to raise their rates by about 4.5%. Uh, and so hey, you never want to see a rate increase, but the fact that, that they went on a 12-year one without a rate increase is a huge uh, uh, hat tip to YVEC, but they, but they are having to, to raise their rates by about 4.5%. But that's nowhere near what some other folks have had to pay in terms of increases. Some yeah. people are getting, have gotten hit with successive double-digit rate hikes, given yeah. everything that's going on in the, uh, the power front, shall we say. Yeah, and with uh, the footprint that Yeltsin Valley Electric has, you know, and they just keep growing and they're able to, um, you know, uh, take on some of that cost. But also they do have to have, you know, a little increase. And you know what? you got to give credit to Brandon Whitman and the and the board and those who continue to look ahead and try to, you know, plan for the, the future. And because, you know, they don't want any kind of rate increase either. And for them to be able to try to keep it down as long as they have. Well, you know, occasionally you are going to have to have some kind of increases, but uh, hats off to them to try to keep it at the same rate for as long as they have. That's right. Uh, well, and part of it, too, is minimizing the pain, uh, minimizing the pain. Hey, uh, talk more with Jonathan here in just a second. I know some of you are have been figuring out ways to minimize your pain, pain in your knees, pain in your hips, pain in your back. Well, what if you could get rid of the pain, not just try to minimize it, not just uh, deal with it, but what if you could get rid of that pain? the natural way. Uh, Let me tell you about QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics specializes in just that, regenerative medicine. That's where they take the healing properties that are already in your body, put them directly into your achy joints. If you call QC Kinetics today, you can get a free consultation, free consultation. And uh, yeah, what what they do, they take those healing properties that are already in your body, put them directly into those knees, lower back, uh, hip, you name it so that you can get over the pain, but without surgery, without the downtime, and certainly without the painkillers that can be a challenge for folks as well. Call QC Kinetics, 406-201-6263. That's QC Kinetics, 406-201-6263. Uh, if if you want to jump in, uh, uh, if, if you want to jump in for that free consultation. Meanwhile, for those of you who can't join us uh, down here at On the Rocks Bar and Grill in Warden, Montana, send us a message on our Montana Talks app, and uh, and we'll uh, and, and you get a chance to have your message heard across Montana that way. Uh, Jonathan McNiven, let's see. Yeah, so. So you mentioned you're you're now a radio sports broadcaster as well. I got, I got, I've gotten to hear you on occasion, and it sounds great. You even had a, a kid helping you out as your sidekick. Yeah, my son Anderson. In fact, my other kids have all helped out too. But now he's playing basketball, so he's on sabbatical. That's why we got six broadcasters to help pull this all off for Huntley <laughs> Shepherd and Skyview. You're on your own, Dad. You got to find somebody. I'm not. I bailed you out enough, uh, but I got a ball game to play. All right. Well, that's, that's right. great. That what a cool deal for you and your son, a bonding experience yep. as well. Kirk Bank back with more Montana talks right after this. Waking up on the right side. This is the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. 
They don't have a track record that they can run on and say, vote for us because our policies are working four more years, four more years, and actually mean it. I mean, David Axelrod has been pounding the crap out of out of Joe Biden, as has James Carville, as has Ben Jones, Maureen Dowd. I mean, these are pretty powerful voices within the Democratic apparatchik, if you will. Um, and usually what they say, a lot of people pay attention to. But then you look at other demographics that we have. He has a 28% approval among independents. I mean, if this poll holds, this he will not be reelected. There's no candidate with these numbers that can be reelected. From coast to coast, from sea to shining sea, it's the Sean Hannity Show. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's 5000 50000 or 500000 we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-575-9862. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at TRA.com or call 800-575-9862. That's 800-575-9862. Tax Relief Advocates, real solutions for real people. This is the Montana Economic Minute. They say that nothing focuses the mind more than fear. Perhaps that's why there's been so little focus on the economy in recent months. The fears of recession, bank failures, or geopolitical conflicts have eased. It hasn't all been smooth sailing, especially if you're trying to buy a house or pay your grocery bill. But with inflation going down, the stock market going up, the economy in 2023 didn't provoke the kind of concern makes us hang on every piece of economic news. But there was plenty of news, both here in Montana and elsewhere. 23 was a year when the economy shifted to a different gear, when the extra cash was spent down and supply chains started working again. In a word, things were more normal, which is something we haven't seen in almost three years. Part of our economic outlook programs we begin rolling out next week does just that, describing what a normal economy looks like. An economy without a hit TV show, without multi-billion dollar government budget surpluses, and without rent moratoriums and checks from government. I'm Patrick Barker. Better hearing today. Once again, call 406-214-3899. Thank you for tuning in and take care of your hearing. This is where Montana talks. Montana talks with Aaron Flint. So the reason we're here in Warden, Montana today broadcasting live is because our friends from Nemont, they've got a big announcement uh, talking fiber and high-speed Internet deployment here in the Shepherd, Warden, Huntley, Ballantyne area. And so it's a great opportunity to just come out here, break out of the studios, do a show out on the road. And they've got a big town hall meeting tonight. Liddell Heaton. Uh, is with Nemont, and uh, and we're going to be talking more with our friends from Nemont in the nine o'clock hour. But but before we get into the high speed fiber uh, internet discussion, Liddell, 
would you help introduce our next guest on the program for us here? Because Jonathan McNiven, I said, hey, man, uh, you know, we're doing the show. Who would be good to talk to out in the Warden area? And he said, oh, you got to talk to Linda Holmes. So tell us about Linda. Thank you, Aaron. I am I am happy to introduce my friend Linda Holmes. Linda um, lives in Ballantyne with her husband Cliff. They've raised their kids here on the Huntley Project community. Linda was raised here on the Huntley Project community herself, um, out just east of Warden, and she is the president of the Warden Community Club. Um, this is a club that started out as businesses. But as we've grown out here in the community, we have it open up to anybody that wants to promote Main Street Warden. I work with Linda as her secretary for the club. Um, the club was started in 2004. And so oh, wow. we, are, we are 20 years old. That's, and with that, here's Linda. That's great. All right. Yeah, Linda, go ahead. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Tell us, I know you're a big advocate for local business here. Um, yes, um, I, uh, I'm not hearing my microphone all of a sudden here. Uh, let me see. Travis, are you hearing me okay? I'm having a trouble hearing, hearing myself all of a sudden through the uh, program here. Okay, maybe that's better. All right, Travis, are you hearing me back in studio? Okay, he hears me. Okay, well, that's what's important. I don't need to hear myself talk. Linda, I apologize. Yeah, so you're a big advocate for local business. What do you want to tell folks across Montana about this neck of the woods? that um, we are so happy that our town is growing now. We have, in the last year or so, we have three new businesses. Before these businesses came to Warden, um, we were like a ghost town. After the store closed at 8 o'clock, there was no cars on the street. Um, and before that, we've been, I mean, we supported three bars, a store, and uh, a liquor store, a, a hardware store, and over the years they just kind of died out. And um, so there for a while we were, like I say, like a, a ghost town. And so now this last year or so we've got these nice three new businesses and we're so excited to have them in town. And like some of the things that the Warden Community Club does is um, we pay to have the boulevard I don't know, you probably saw that as you came into town, that we pay to have that mowed and uh, weed eated so we can keep that looking nice so um, our friends can enjoy our town without it looking uh, like a ghost town. <laughs> <laughs> sure, a nice entrance to the community. Yes, it's, it's yes. It's important. First impressions matter. Yes, well, and then we got towns, that yeah. uh, the new sign, our new electronic sign, that's been a big addition to our uh, community. And then we uh, pay for our garbage cans that are on Main Street. We have uh, a garbage company come and pick those up once a week. Um, and on the first Saturday in May, we have a um, town cleanup. And we invite um, everybody to help clean up the, the boulevard and the, the streets in town. And we invite the um, kids from school. And if they... Uh, that's have, pretty incredible. It's like when I was in the army, we'd have a police call. All right, everybody online, all hands, let's uh, clean All this. hands on deck. You get the kids out there, you yeah. get the business people. Well, this is incredible. Linda, can you stick around for the 9 o'clock hour of the show as well? Can you stick around for a few more minutes? A few more minutes. Okay, sure. perfect. All right, well, we'll start with you then so we can okay. get you back on the road. All okay. right. Yeah, because we got a whole other hour yet to come here with Montana Talks live from Warden. 
Hey, I know Monday is a holiday. Some people are going to be taking the day off, but we're going to be fully up and running here with Montana Talks, the show where you get to talk. Big week coming up ahead, following a big week of some big business news. A new ammo manufacturer coming to Glendive, a gun manufacturer coming to Helena, Montana. Some big news in the past week. What's coming up in the week ahead? Big show coming up Monday. Montana Talks, we take it statewide from 9 to 10. We take your phone calls. You can message us on the app and much more.